0: welcome Welcome
1: back back to to live laugh Laugh. law um today we are only living and lying and we're missing the laugh no laughs big sad yeah because cam can't be here (laughs) but for our loyal listeners we wanted to make sure we got out an episode this week so here we are thank you to everyone who listens we love you big thank you big thank you Okay, so we have, like, a very loose idea of what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Um, very loose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of wanted to chat about, like, our experience from going straight from undergrad to law school. Um, since it's it's a good portion of people at our school that do that, um, yeah, it's just a different experience than taking some time off. So we were going to have Cam talk about that on another episode, because I also think that's fascinating, but we can really only speak to going straight into it, so.
1: Yeah. That's our rough outline for <laughs> the episode. Um, <clears throat> so I guess we can start with maybe, like, what made us decide mm-hmm. not to take time off. Yeah. Why do you decide? Uh, mostly it was because, like, I knew I couldn't do anything that I actually wanted to do in my major without Mm -hmm. more school. um, Which was? Because I was a human development and family sciences major. Um, So, like, if I got a job right out of undergrad, like, just with a bachelor's, it wouldn't... It might be in that field, like, in somewhere that was doing that work, but, like, I wouldn't be actually doing the work myself. Yeah. Um, Because most people end up being, like, therapists or teachers or family lawyers (laughs) like people like do stuff that you need like further training to do Mm -hmm. um so because I knew like okay if I'm going to get a job it's like not gonna be anything that's like this Mm -hmm. um I was like, might as well just, like, go for the further education right now. And I also wasn't 100% convinced that I, like, would go back and do it later. I was, like, too scared to, like, tell myself that, like, that was the path I was going to take. Because then I was like, well, what if I don't do that? And then down the line, I, like, regret it. yeah. Although I am a firm believer in like you can go back to school at any at time. Any time. Yeah. So, like, even me saying that right now is like, no, because even if I was like 60, yeah. about to retire, and was like, you know what, I should have gone back to school, like, I would do it because, like, totally. why not? Big fan of people who do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that was a long winded way of just saying, like, I, this is what I wanted to yeah, do at knew that what you time. And, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: well, we both graduated the same year, so this last year, and I feel like, I don't know, I am happy with the year that I graduated in. I graduated technically a year early, um, and I'm not unhappy with that, but I would definitely say part of that was, like, initially not really loving my college education, which I hate to say, um, so I was a little bit rushing to, like, finish it up and just was like, why not? And I kind of knew for the most part that I wanted further education um, and that it would probably be law school. And so I was like, OK, well, if that's three extra years, like if I can shave off a year here, then like, you know,
1: a year early. Less in the long run. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And I don't know if I necessarily, like, love that I was in that mindset. It kind of sucks to say now because at the end I was having a good time and it did suck to graduate um, before my friends. But I don't regret graduating early. um, But the year that we got dumped into, like, nothing was really happening. Like, I don't know, maybe I would have loved to take a year off and live abroad and work as a waitress somewhere cool or you know get some experience somewhere else um but the state of the world I was like you know what I'll just hop into those three years of school smash it out and just get it done get it done because yeah. nothing was really happening so I think most of the ideas that I had for doing like fun things like a road trip across the like nothing was happening yeah so I kind of just hopped straight into it And thank goodness I I did, because then I wouldn't
1: have met you and Cam, so... You're right. Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. So, it all worked out. Honestly, now that I'm reflecting on it, I'm kind of like... I didn't even, like, really think deeply about this. Like, I just kind of was like, I'm doing it next year. It's happening. I (laughs) mean, I guess there was, like, a, a slight moment where I was like, I could not... Because I didn't decide that I wanted to even go to law school until last October. Mm -hmm. Like, October of my senior year. And for some reason, like, the February LSAT seemed, like, too soon for me. And that was, like, the last one I could take to, like, go to law school this year. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hmm, should I just take a later LSAT and then, like, just not go next year? But that was, like, kind of a fleeting thought. Like, it was, like, a week That I was thinking to myself, should I not go to law school next year? (laughs) But it was, like, all in the frame of, like, do I want to take the LSAT in February? Not in the frame of, like, what would I actually do next year if I didn't do law school? Totally. So now I'm just like, hmm, interesting that I didn't really actually consider that (laughs) option. (laughs) But I don't regret it at all. Like, I don't think that I necessarily would have, like, been doing better if I took a year off. Like, yeah, yeah, I would have had a better financial situation. But like, I feel like you can't ever really know like what your financial situation is going to be ever. So like, (laughs) it was stressful
0: because I had a couple people be like, Oh, well, you know, some people look more, some schools look more favorably upon students who took some time off and have some more to the resume or have some more experience to reflect on. Just like Some more life experience might show that you're more serious about it. And I was like, well, that sucks because I want to go now. (laughs) And I want people to think I'm serious that I go now. Um, And I really was pretty loose with my plan. Like, I know people who started their freshman year of college studying for the LSAT. Like, I was so intimidated. Even people who had, like, fully planned it out junior year. Because I basically didn't have a junior year like Mm -hmm. I went freshman, sophomore, senior year. And so like the people who had that extra year and were like using it to build up their resume, you know, take the LSAT a few times. um, I I don't know, like do a lot of things that I didn't do to kind of like make themselves look good on paper and be prepared. And I literally was like, I'm signing up for the November LSAT. And if I don't get a good score, then I take a gap year. And so I, like, after I took the LSAT, I was just waiting to find out what I was doing the next year. And I was like, if, if I get a yes, then I'm jumping straight into doing applications and doing all that. Um, I had a professor say, like, you should have them all in by Thanksgiving. I did not. I don't remember when I last finished my last one, but it was fine. Yeah. Um And so I was really stressed about the timing, but also I was kind of like, we're going with the flow. If I get a yes, we'll do, we'll start prepping all that. But if not, then that's what it's meant to be. Because I don't know, I just, if you have the drive, well, I shouldn't say drive because it's not like I was unmotivated. But if you really feel like you have the energy and you really want to do that, go through all that during college, more power to you. But I was like, I'm in college right now, and I'm doing college right now, and if, like, I'm not willing to basically pick up a part-time job to study for the LSAT.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, that was not realistic for me, so I was like, if it doesn't work out after the amount of studying I put in, then that's that, and I'll take a gap year and study some more if that's still something I want to do, but it was not worth the emotional toll for me, but that's just me personally. I knew a lot of people who, like, that was their dream, and they that was their whole track during, during school. So.
1: Yeah. And obviously, like, it all kind of depends on, like, what your goals are, like, as far as law school goes, because you might be like, oh, well, I don't want to go next year unless I get into, like, X school, or, like, I don't want to start applying unless I get, like, X LSAT score. Yes. Which is, like, totally valid if that's, like, your goal and what you really want to strive for and spend time doing, then, like, okay if you do that senior year and don't meet those goals and then you have to take time. But, like, I also am, like, a big advocate of, like, if you tried your best and you didn't meet that goal, like, you can still do the thing. Totally. Like, I don't know. For me, it was, like, yeah, I have, like, an ultimate LSAT goal or I have like schools that I would like ultimately love to go to, but like as long as I know that I tried my best, to me, wanting to go sooner rather than later like trumps those goals that I had of like a score or a school. So Mm -hmm. like I would definitely recommend like assessing that. Like is it more important to you to like go as soon as possible or is it more important to you To, like, reach a certain, like, academic goal before you go.
0: Totally. And I think it's stressful, too, because it feels like it comes down to that one test score. But honestly, like, it's the whole package. Like, and there are things that are more in control than the test you take once or Mm -hmm. twice. You know, however many times you take it, it's more than those hours you spend in that test. It's also... Like, the hours you spend in classrooms and maybe volunteering or getting to do internships. Like, what makes you, you, also goes into the package. Like, there's a lot more than just that one score. And so I think for me, it was like I had, (laughs) I literally didn't have, like, a goal score. I had, like, a minimum range. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: I was like, okay, if I fall below that, then maybe it isn't realistic for me to apply to places. Or, like, you know. I'll reassess at that point, but, (laughs) so I really was going with the flow, Um, but I think that's just my personality, too, so, and I didn't have, like, a, I had a couple schools that I would have liked to have heard back from or gotten into, like, I had, like, a sheet. In retrospect, I don't even think I would have liked to have gone to some of those. But anyway, so it wasn't like I had like a set goal. It was more like a goal of going to law school, not a goal of going to law school at X school or a goal of going to this law school with a score. Yeah. Like literally when I say the score doesn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah, no, it doesn't. Like nobody talks about it ever again. After you receive it and send it to the school.
0: I I put it on one application and it was for like a very comprehensive program that very few people. That's it. That is the only place I've ever put it. Yeah. Like since applying.
1: I also think like it's maybe not wise to like kill yourself to get a certain score or like to get into a certain school because then you're going to have to keep that up. Mm -hmm. When you go to that school, like if you take the LSAT five times because you're like, I need to get a 180, (laughs) I need to go to Yale and then you do it good for you. Like you put in all that work and effort and you got what you wanted, but then like, are you actually in a position to do the rigorous academics when you get there or like to deal with that competitive environment all the time? Like, to me, I feel like it's more valuable if you take the LSAT once or maybe twice, because you know that that's, like, genuinely, maybe not as well as you could possibly do, but, like, I don't know, it's a more, like, accurate assessment of, like, what you can do and how well you can do it. And then, like, you won't be in a position where you're, like, with a bunch of people where like getting the score that you got was like easy for them and it was really hard for you. Am I making sense? Sort of. I just like I don't I want to make it
0: clear that like we're not knocking you if you've done it multiple times. Well, no, times. for
1: sure. I'm saying like like five times is excessive is what I'm <laughs> saying. Like Like I
0: I know what you're saying of like I think it a lot should go into picking your school and
1: like it should fit you. Yeah, like you shouldn't Not be yourself to get a score that you just think is like objectively good. Yeah, like I don't... (sighs) For example, I will be fully transparent. I think I got like a one... Nope, I literally don't even remember what I got. (laughs) Well, I was going to say what I got. But like for me, like maybe if I took the LSAT six times, I could have gotten a 180. (laughs) <laughs> randomly just coming up with a number. But like I wouldn't want to do that because then if I got that 180 and got into a school that was like a lot of other people that are academically better than me because they got a 180 easier, I would be so like miserable because I would have to be like pushing myself beyond what I can actually do all yeah. the time. Yeah. Whereas like when you end up in a situation where like you just did your best. Yeah. And then you continue to just do your best. Mm -hmm. Like that's a much better, like healthier mental environment than an environment where it's like you feel like you're doing more than like you physically can all the time.
0: Yeah. Like law school is hard. And I don't know. I think it's good to find a school that fits you comprehensively. Like I really appreciate that at Quinnipiac. Like obviously there's still competition because you're still graded on a curve. And all that. But, like, it genuinely feels more collaborative and more laid back than I know uh, a lot of other people's experience. Um And, you know, like, I don't necessarily think the ranking number has to directly correlate to that. I think it has a lot to do with the environment the professors set and just, like, who your peers are and, you know, a lot of other things than just the number that goes in front of your school's rank. But... I've just really appreciated that at Quinnipiac of like it's a good atmosphere and it feels collaborative and genuinely again nobody talks about the score ever again and I don't think it's like good to compare either because that test has nothing to do in my opinion very little to do I should say with like how you perform in the classroom like it's it's totally different like oh my gosh, if I had to do, what are those, like the matching logic ones? Logic games. If I had to do logic games every day in law school, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> that was the worst. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't
1: be going to law school yeah. if that was that. No thank you. Yes. Good night, goodbye. Agreed. Agreed. And also, like, all of the reading comprehension on the LSAT was, like, not even law-related. <laughs> it was, like, science and art and like all these other (laughs) random topics so it's like yeah it like just base level assesses your reading comprehension but like the only reading comprehension you're doing in law school is comprehension of the law (laughs) (laughs) so like you might suck at uh science comprehension but like you might be good at law comprehension like yeah so anyways Anyways, that was like way too much information and a opinion the about LSAT. the LSAT whoops <laughs> <laughs> for something that we're like it literally doesn't matter
0: <laughs> but I think rolling from like taking a full course load and you know studying for all, all that like I think translated well into just starting another year of school
1: oh for sure like I
0: can't speak to taking a break maybe I would have felt more refreshed taking a break but I think like it's a different enough type of school that i I didn't feel like stressed or like overwhelmed, you know, when like it's been too long without a break, like how we're feeling right now and you're just like really tired and it's hard to get motivated. Like I didn't feel that jumping into the first year of law school straight from undergrad because like it's so different. Yeah. Like it's a different set of materials. And you're
1: just like excited. Like you have like the excitement and and the nerves like it's, yeah, you just have all these other emotions that have nothing to do with like, oh, I'm still going to school. Yeah. Yeah. That like, I don't really know where that train of thought was going.
0: No, like it's just it's it's different and it's yeah. exciting and try not to go overboard on things you buy because everyone has an opinion on what you should buy and just trust yourself and also you'll get a million highlighters. So <laughs> there are so if many you things. you take one
1: thing away from any <laughs> of these episodes, it's that you don't need to buy highlighters. <laughs> If you already own them, great. If you don't, you'll get them. Also, just again, know yourself. Should
0: I, as a person, own a bookstand? No, it's not me. I should have known it wasn't me. I don't need a bookstand. I own a
1: bookstand and I do
0: enjoy it. And you love it and that works for you. (laughs) But if you know you're not a bookstand person, don't buy a bookstand, okay? Okay. Before, I think I've already mentioned this in an episode, but, like, I was reading somebody's blog, and they had sweetly mentioned that, like, you should buy, like, a card holder for your business cards. And maybe this would apply more if we were in the middle of COVID.
1: Also, maybe as, like, a 3L.
0: Maybe, yeah. I remember running up to my dad, not literally, but I was like, Dad, like, I need this, 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 and that. And business, a business card holder. And he was like, do you literally know what year it is? <laughs> and I was like, but they're saying I need it. And he was like, no, you, you don't. don't. He was like, just <laughs> wait and see. Like, yeah, just don't stress out. I was stressed out about, like, that was how I manifested my stress. Was like, what what kind of backpack should I buy? The amount of research I did on backpacks. <laughs> we literally get lockers. I don't need anything special. Jen's book bag could literally break your arm, though.
1: It could. It's been close to breaking mine <laughs> for the last, like, eight months.
0: <laughs> she has, like, a shoulder bag. Yeah. We appreciate the effort.
1: I do very much enjoy the using of it other than the carrying. Like, when it's, like, sitting on a table or on the floor and I can just easily open it and see everything that I own in there, I'm like, this is perfect. Perfect. Just throw stuff in there. You know where it is. You don't have to search for it. You don't have to be like, what pocket is it in? It's all in one pocket because it only has one pocket. But then I go to put it on my one arm and I'm like, hmm. Hmm. It's a love-hate relationship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's a nice thing transitioning straight from undergrad. is like you already have a lot of those things. Like you don't really need to do. Yeah, like if you don't
1: already have like 87 bajillion pens... What are you doing? How did you make it? Are you, you probably shouldn't even be going to law school oh, if you don't already stop. own that many pens. <laughs> I do
0: not need any more sticky notes, <laughs> pens, highlighters. Mm-mm. Too much. I got a lot of stuff. And then I stressed out and bought more stuff. So that and honestly, like besides marking up your textbooks, I pretty much type anything.
1: Anyway, so, yeah, that's true. You don't even really need pens and highlighters very often. But you'll get them. You'll get them for free. Although honestly, like there might be places where professors like tell you not to use technology. True. Cuz I my um uh, admitted student that I like gave the tour to the other day, uh side note for the pod um (laughs) we are admissions ambassadors oh we are and um I've given zero tours but yeah Ashley has not had anyone sign up for her tour time but I've given two um and my tour time is like before our class so then I'm supposed to like bring the student to class with me um so they can like sit in and see what it's like and the student I had the other day was like uh like when we sat down for class I was like oh do you like do you have any questions which like I always feel so annoying asking them because I know, like, I hated people (laughs) asking me every five minutes if I had questions. We've been over this, I think. Um, But I was like, oh, like, sorry to ask, but do you have any questions? Like, before we start class, I was like, sorry, you're going to be really confused because, like, you have no context for this class we've been (laughs) taking for eight months. Um, But She was like, oh, like, just to any of your professors, like, tell you that you can't use technology to, like, take notes. And I was like, wow, I literally never, like, thought of that. Like, I do remember in undergrad, like, I had several professors, yeah. like, tell me I either couldn't use technology yes. or, like, a couple of them would make us, like, go to them, like, for a meeting and say, like, why we thought it was, like, better for us to, like, use a computer or whatever. Um, but, like, in law school, I, that didn't even occur to me because none of our professors ever mentioned anything about yeah. technology. It just kind of was, like, everyone walked in with their laptops and iPads and just started going. Um, so, yeah, like, maybe there are some law schools where, like, there are professors that are like that. So, like, but you'll figure that out when you get there is my whole point. Like, yeah, <laughs> you won't necessarily know before you go in whether your school is a place where, like, it is going to matter how many, like, pens and highlighters and notebooks you have or not. Well, I guess
0: with, like, orientation stuff and all that.
1: Yeah. yeah. But likely orientation is going to be, like, three seconds before you start classes. So you might not have time to, like... Very true. Get yourself. I would say bring one notebook and one pen
0: and your laptop or whatever
1: (laughs) to the first class because then you have all the bases covered.
0: (laughs) I was going to say as a side note of like just kind of jumping straight in. I was a little nervous of like, like I, I would say it's a good mix of people who are coming straight from undergrad And then those who have taken a year or a few years off. Um, But I was definitely nervous of, like, since I graduated a year early, like, being so young. But Connecticut, is it Connecticut in general or Quinnipiac? Three plus three? Yeah. Quinnipiac does, like, a three plus three program where you're, like, I don't really quite understand it. But basically, like, you do undergrad in three years. And then the other three is obviously law school. So I wasn't the youngest, but... Younger, but Yeah, it, and
1: that's, like, a rare thing. So, like, I don't think other schools, it's necessarily going to be... Like, if there are people in your same position yeah. at, like, other law schools, it won't be the same. Like, they won't have, like, yeah. ten other people that are also, like, younger.
0: But I was worried about being, like,
1: disadvantaged.
0: Because I remember, I distinctly remember, I hopped on the phone with my dad after... It must have been, like, sometime during the first week. And I was like, I met like Jen and like Jen and Cam. Like they're so sweet. I was telling them all about you guys. And then I was like, Cam worked in like a legal office for a couple years. And like Jen's mom is a lawyer. And my dad was like, Wow, like, do you do you feel behind? And I was like, <laughs> uh, You were like,
1: Thanks, Dad.
0: <laughs> I love you, Dad. No, but I was like, Oh man, like I feel like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be behind somehow Because there are A number of people Who have like Worked in legal offices Or like Um Maybe done a major In Legal skills Or you know Something like that But honestly like Nobody really knows What they're doing And that was a nice thing Of like No matter how much Time you've taken off Or if you're jumping Straight in Like no matter what You've done with your life No one's done Law school before Yeah So I don't really know Where I was going
1: with that But I concur I concur. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, one other thing I was going to say before is, like, uh, I think another reason that I was so, like, I'd rather just do this next year is because I thought so much about the fact that, like, school has been everything we've ever known. Isn't that wild? Like, what? how many years has it been? A gazillion and five. <laughs> like... like I mean, you start preschool. I started preschool when I was, like, three. And now I'm Two 23. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure where my point was going with this. But I I think it's because, like, this is just, like, comfortable. Yeah. Like, just school. True. And so, like, in that sense, that's, like, a little way that it also makes it easier if you don't take time off yeah like besides the fact that you're just like in the groove of like okay learning sitting in a classroom whatever but also just the fact that it's like pretty much in everybody's comfort zone totally if you I mean that's if you didn't take time off before you went to undergrad but I feel like we're mostly talking (laughs) to people in that situation like people who went right from high school to undergrad and then now are like considering going right to law school like that's all you know so, like, literally, let that bring you comfort if you do end up in that situation. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you might sometimes feel like the way you, like, felt of being like, oh, am I, like, inadequate to these people that are, that do have experience, like, mm-hmm. in the legal field or whatever, or just people who have, like, life experience. But it's like, I've talked to some of those people and know that, like, they were uncomfortable coming back to a school environment yeah, because totally. they had, like, spent time away. So, like, I feel like that's, like, a comforting thing to think about, like, okay, like, I can do this because this has been my life every single year since I was three years old, like. And, like, I think a good indicator is just, like, you're
0: excited. You're excited to go. Like, honestly, it it brought me some comfort beyond the stress, obviously, of taking the LSAT and doing my application senior year and everything that comes with your senior year. Super stressful. But when it came time for, like, graduation, and I had my plans set in stone, and there were plenty of other people who were like, ah, like, trying to figure out jobs and stuff, I was like, thank goodness I'm just going to another year of school.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm just going to have another summer, and then at the end of that summer, I'm going to go to school, like... I
0: honestly found a lot of comfort in that.
1: Yeah, same.
0: And was super excited, because... I don't know. It was like law school and then I was moving and there were like a lot of fun portions to it. I don't even know. I know. I, did I know when I graduated where I was going? I don't know if I did. I don't know if I was still waiting on a couple. I know it went on my grad announcements, but I sent them out, obviously, like a bit after I graduated because I'm hashtag late with everything. <laughs> um,
1: I think I holds Quinnipiac by like mid-April. But I don't know if that depended on like when I applied. Yeah. Hmm. And also, I don't remember, I know, like, there was a couple other schools where they said, like, you have to tell us by April X or whatever, and if you don't, then we're, like, taking somebody off the wait list. Oh, wow. But I don't remember if, like, Quinnipiac was like that, or if it was just, like, oh, I ruled out these other ones that I had to tell by this day, and then because I ruled those out, like, I said yes to Quinnipiac.
0: I know I was still on a couple wait lists when I graduated, or was getting ready to graduate, so maybe it was, like, I had said yes to Quinnipiac, but I was still on... A couple of wait lists. Just waiting here. They took. Yeah. They took their sweet time. I don't know if that was just. I think we've talked about it before. Of like that was a truly like it was, that year was such an anomaly, as far as like how the application process went and everything, so I don't know if that was just, like, a function of that year, or they're always just super late.
1: I feel like that's, like, a thing, always, because if you think about it, like, there's always gonna be people up until, like, the last minute who have, like, said yes, but then say, like, never mind.
0: I literally got the advice of, like,
1: you might hear in August. Literally. Yeah, like, if anybody has seen How to Get Away with Murder, the, like, first episode, the main, well, one of the main characters like isn't prepared for class and uh, (laughs) am i stroking out oh my gosh no um i mean it's not actually realistic like the whole class scenario in general in that show so like don't think that i'm trying to say that like the whole class is like how it is but like um he like didn't do the homework for the first day which is a real thing you will have homework for the first day And he didn't do it and he like gets asked this question and then he like has to stand up and he's like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't know there was an assignment. And he's like, I just got off the wait list yesterday. And like, when I watched it, I was like, like, oh my God, they really like do like, do they really do that to people? Like, that's not a thing. But like, I do genuinely think it's a thing because like, I heard back from UConn, like two weeks into school at Quinnipiac saying, no, like you're off the wait list, like but, like, what if they had said, yes, you, you're you off the wait list because you're in. Like, but I already was two weeks into <laughs> another school. Like, so I, I genuinely insane. don't think that's, like, just a COVID thing. Like, maybe it got worse because of COVID. But, like, yeah. I think, like, at any time, they are just, like, you want us that badly? You come when we tell you you can come. Literally.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember. I felt like there were some that I, like like one or two that I like literally never even heard anything back from. Like I was waitlisted and maybe they just just still I considering so you. are st- I'm still on the waitlist.
1: <laughs> it's like the emails that we still get that are yes. like last deadline to apply to such and such law and I'm like I'm literally going to a school can't now. You figure out that I'm already <laughs> at another law school.
0: Like how many buttons do I need to click to unsubscribe from all of these? Literally. Like, I'm not moving to Nebraska, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless it's for my brother, I miss you, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. But a quick congratulations to all our listeners who are getting into schools and or getting their scores back. That's so exciting. So congratulations. You deserve a pat on the back and probably a hug and a cry. <laughs> So <laughs> Go treat yourself. Yes, please. It's a really hard process. Um, especially well, honestly, any time you're doing it, it's a hard process. Um, but I know doing it all senior year was a ooh. <laughs> but again, anytime you're doing it, it's ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just ooh. <laughs> In general. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work. Um, so congratulations wherever you're at in the process or if you're even just thinking about it it's all hard work
1: the brain is hard work
0: the brain space that that took up for me like I don't know it was all well I was gonna say it was all fun that's a lie (laughs) um picking schools was fun like it was stressful Mm -hmm. but well we all know I applied to like all of the law schools in this country so
1: all of them (laughs) (laughs)
0: Few. <laughs> so I had a lot of fun making lists, but yeah, I, I would say for the average person, you're probably just looking within a couple. But I said, let me look across the whole country. So I had fun with it, but it was a lot of stress. Um, But yeah, that's, I don't, we probably missed some things we could talk about, but it's whatever time it is. It's 7.39 p.m. On a Wednesday evening? That's when we started.
1: It's 8.16 p.m. All right. It's (laughs) 8.16 p.m. I was like, last I checked, it was like (laughs) 8.05, so I don't think it's 7.39 now.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a a Wednesday evening. We we cooked
1: ourselves. A Wednesday evening, the day before this comes out.
0: Yeah. So So by
1: a Wednesday evening, we mean it's yesterday.
0: We're really up to date. Should we give some life updates?
1: Sure. I mean, the only real life update we have is that right now we're sitting in our apartment.
0: Absolutely. We are. We moved basically in, well, two days, but over the weekend, not this last weekend, but the weekend prior. Mm -hmm. Hectic, but we did it. We stayed up to like three in the morning on Sunday night,
1: getting moved in. So we did,
0: honestly, the bulk of it in one day.
1: Yeah. But All the heavy lifting in one day.
0: Yes. It feels good to, to be moved in and in our own space. Jen doesn't have to commute three hours.
1: <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but... <laughs> it feels like three hours or more. You That you get back. Yeah. You get back in your day.
0: Um, last weekend, we went on a dean's retreat. Our, the dean of our law school hosted a little retreat. It was nice. It was like 24 hours, and we put aside our phones and... A lot of journaling, you read. Discussion. Cam read. I didn't bring a book. I took a I nap. I don't know why. You did take a long nap. Cam and I went birding with one of our professors from last semester, which was so much fun.
1: I did not it's at seven thirty a.m. and I just couldn't.
0: I was shocked that I made it up, <laughs> that I was upright at that time. But I was I was pretty excited for all the meals. We had some pretty good meals. Um, that was a good time. Did a lot of deep breathing, a lot of soul searching. Um, and then, and then the next day you and Cam ran a race in New Haven. We
1: did run another 5k.
0: And another 5k that I sat on. I didn't sit. On, I was standing you on stood. the You stood. Okay. <laughs> with their coats. And every single time they finish a race, I almost break down into tears because I'm just so proud. So... <laughs> I'll have to work on that before Cameron's Boston or i will literally be a sobbing mess in your arms. Oh, jeez!
1: <laughs> I don't know how I would handle that. Just, oh, I feel excited. like it's fair to cry about a marathon, though.
0: Yeah, but anything you guys do is, is wonderful.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Of course,
0: of course. I'll get excited about just about anything. Any chance to celebrate my friends? Um, oh! Well, spring break is in a couple
1: days. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a midterm due tomorrow. Mm. No, tomorrow. tomorrow. No. I don't even know what day it
0: is. Well, tomorrow when this comes out, pray for us. True. If you're hearing this anytime on Thursday or Friday before 5 p.m., please think of us because it's due Friday at 5 p.m. So we're probably unwell. And if you're one of the many people that I have not responded to on messages, because as, we, as we've discussed before, I'm terrible <laughs> at, at messaging, but also apparently in life. Um, I apologize. <laughs> and at wearing a coat. Um,
1: yes. And if you're one of the people that is also submitting this midterm. God bless you. I was going to say, may God be with you
0: yes both (laughs) sentiments are true
1: or if you don't believe in God may whatever you believe in be with you
0: hope and help you be with you
1: (laughs) may the force be with you (laughs) oh my gosh
0: on that note I'm doing a Lent I'm doing no frivolous spending so please send thoughts and prayers my way because it's taking one of the few joys currently that I that I have away, but that's I mean I shouldn't be spending as much as I do on enjoyment and frivolity. So
1: frivolity. <laughs> you can find enjoyment in free things.
0: Mm-hmm. They're normally not as good, but yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. We didn't really have a a solid plan for this one, so I hope we didn't ramble too much and bore you. But those are just some thoughts we have. Yeah. I hope. I hope that you are confident or find a way to feel confident in whatever decision you're making and however the journey looks for you because it can work no matter where you are in life or however
1: you will end up in the right
0: place. Yes. Big believer in that. So.
1: Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs)